What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast, where we're covering everything in the Stacks ecosystem. 2021 has been a headline for NFTs. We've seen penguins, rocks, and pictures of apes go for millions of dollars, all while paying thousands in gas fees just for the chance to get one of these pictures. But the tech is rough right now. It's similar to when we were printing out navigation on MapQuest and just reading street signs to get where we need to go, not even realizing that Google Maps was going to route you around traffic as it piles up and gets you the best route. And I have a special guest today who's trying to bring that kind of usability to the currently rough NFT space and bring it to the masses. So this person is the CEO of Layer, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. Ala Koretsky. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jake. Thanks for the warm intro. Really, really happy to be here. I, I appreciate it. I guess we should start with just giving the people a little bit of who you are, what's your background, and how'd you get here? Yeah, uh, I guess short and long story. Uh, <laughs> fell into this whole crypto space about a year and a half ago. Uh, my, my cousin, who's Gary Rieger, who's the CTO for Layer, actually just you know, sort of pulled me in, uh, gave me a call about a year and a half ago, said, hey, you know, come out, have this meeting. He knew my background was in e-commerce. So I come from a fashion merchandising business degree. So I worked for uh, one of the top fashion houses in New York. And then I went into contemporary fashion, but all, always kind of my brain works half analytical and half creative. So I love being, mer- you know, sort of in the merchandising aspect, seeing the entire product life cycle from idea. It's actually holding the product in your hand and saying it, you know, seeing it out into the world. So, uh, you know, got into sort of e-commerce space really early on around 2006, you know, was a part of a startup called Consign, which the founders went on to do Casper. Uh, so they were one of the first sort of uh, social e-commerce platforms, loved the whole startup scene, loved, you know, an idea on a Monday, execution on a Wednesday, loved that whole sort of fast drive. Uh, then got uh, started to when sort of the subscription box phases were just coming out into the market. So one of the first uh, employees for Bloom.com, which was a first subscription box company for parents and children. So really was a part of that project for about five years, uh, stayed on board uh, all through um, sort of seeing the growth from few hundred subscribers a month to over 20,000 subscribers a month. Uh, saw sort of how to grow a company, you know, and really loved the team and stayed through acquisition. They got acquired by by an international company. So e-commerce and product was kind of my jam. And so about a year and a half ago, Gary called me, said, come have a meeting. I'm going to introduce you to Marina. Marina, who is now our CEO as well. So we just had this little idea, you know, why don't we do an e-commerce to do for like a, you know, a sock company and uh, but he, Gary's like, if we're going to do anything, we have to do it on using blockchain technology. So I have no idea what it was, like read it in newspapers here or there, but really nothing, you know, uh, fell down the rabbit hole, came out, you know, two days later and I said, yes, this is incredible. You know, really, we needed a tool like this on the supply chain aspect, being a buyer. I knew very little about the products that I was sourcing and consumers know even less about the products they're actually buying. So I'm like, here's the technology that can finally, you know, uh, be used for transparency, right? Like companies are saying they are green. They're saying that they are, you know, women-led company. You know, there's all these marketing, uh, you know, bullshit talk that's out there. But here now we can finally have 
put a invoice on on the chain and have a verifiable proof that you know you in fact this is you know proof of proof of story right so love the whole concept we started working on this project started this company called socks on blocks which kind of propelled us into uh, being selected and we actually won the scale challenge, which was part of the Walton family foundation. Uh, so they were looking for innovative companies sort of doing, you know, things in, in sort of blockchain space. So won that competition was supposed to pitch in front of investors last year, COVID happened. So that fell through, but it was kind of a great sort of, uh, a curse and, you know, um, uh, uh, it kind of it, it made us reevaluate where the business was, and really what we saw was this decentralized Dropbox was really the bigger product at play here. Mm. And really, what we have built is this aspect of here's a file, so here's a lab result, uh, you know, uh, a sketch of, of a product for you know whatever it may be. But every every product has a story, and every every product has an invoice and and, a, and you know proof proof of uh, proof of validation, right? So we essentially. Uh, built this decentralized Dropbox that allowed brands to take a file and drop it in into this decentralized thing. And, and you now have, uh, you know, a blockchain record, right? So we built this product and now through, through this decentralized Dropbox, we're able to do different commands. So different execution, different integration. So one is you can push this information into the front end for the consumers to see how transparent a company is. Uh, and then another one is, you know, at the end of December, really, we started creating NFTs. So now you have a JPEG file that now you can right click and you can mint. So we started in this journey of a really easy, you know, for us, it was really important because I'm not a techie person. Like I needed to understand the product that I was helping building. Right. So uh, and we really just wanted to have like an off hand approach. Like here's a link, sign up as a brand or as a company, as a creator. And now you can just easily, you know create these NFTs on your own. So we were always sort of very clear on what that experience needed to feel like. So um, when in the beginning of the year, Gary was smart enough, you know, uh, to, we were using Blockstack. We built our product on Blockstack before it was even stacked. So he was always kind of very visionary. I loved the whole user experience aspect, loved the UI, like, you know, the, sim the simplicity of it. Um, you know, love the fact that it was on on Bitcoin. So he had his reasons and we trusted him as a non-techie person. We said, okay, if you believe in building this product on Blockstack, then, you know, this is what we're going to do. So, um, yeah, so when we entered, uh, you know, we entered into the Stack's first cohort, they really wanted us to focus on like where our, our because we essentially had three products, right? We had this, this e-commerce product, we had this decentralized Dropbox sort of product, and now we had this like NFT minting at scale. So, you know, it's the, the whole sort of team has been, um, it, it's been an, an amazing experience, completely life-changing. Like in the past three months, we're a completely different company. We're a completely different team. We've, we've doubled, we've doubled our employees. We, you know, we're, we're, you know, raising fun. I mean, it's, it's been incredible. And, you know, we've, we've talked to probably close to 200 creators from just like here I'm minting by myself to agencies that represent brands, you know, 40, 50 brands at a time. And we keep hearing the same pain points that, you know, we want to get into the space, but it's super complicated. Like we don't, we, we don't have the time to spend right now to read all the papers and figure out how to do it. Yes. You know, we can, we've heard about OpenSea and we can go and OpenSea, but do I now need to get my ETH wallet and how do I get a wallet and how do I connect these things when I buy an NFT? How do I, 
So there's a lot of confusion and we just wanna make the process as simple as possible. So we've kind of like here, you know, the core is we have a great user experience that even your grandmother can mint. You literally drag and drop, you right click and mint. You create a storefront uh, in seconds that you can now share with your community that doesn't have to be a crypto community. You can share it with your cousin that's maybe interested in buying your artwork or you know interested in seeing what you're doing on the branding side. So it's there's a lot of you know a lot of the frictions are cut and then you have a very simple USD you know credit card checkout. So uh, yes, you can connect your Stacks wallet uh, if you if you're in the community so you know how to do that already, but. You know, we we're going after the early majority. Like we want to talk to you know the people that are outside a community and start bringing in other um, other types of you know people into the space. So yeah, that's kind of my my long and short story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's so needed because my background is as a filmmaker, and so I shoot I shoot uh, music videos for local artists, and you know, I share my videos on Dropbox. So I'm very familiar with like that's how I get my feedback, so I know what to re do revisions on. But I've always been trying to think of like, how do I add more value to my artists? Like I make them a good promo, I make them a good video. How do I get NFTs? I know it's coming. Like there's so much functionality, it's just so early, but it's trying to get them first on board. Like what is, what is an NFT? Like that's the first question, but then how do you use it function? Like make it something they can actually sell to their fans. It's, there's so much to do there and it could absolutely crush if it's usable. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it's interesting. It's, you know, I get these questions all the time and we speak to a lot of different creators and, and, you know, the number one question, it's not just uh, creating a platform that's easy for them to onboard with. It's also the next question is, well, you know, obviously the reason why they're entering the space is to, to make money, right? Like you're not just creating NFTs just to create NFTs, right? You're, you're creating NFTs to bring some kind of value to your customers, to build brand loyalty, but there, there has to be some kind of like, exchange monetary exchange or you're like some some you're gaining something out of it so most of the time it's really us talking to a lot of these agencies and creatives and 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 talking to them th through the strategy because the strategy is going to be different from a music you know music creator to a fashion designer to just you know a traditional artist so a lot of the you know um, a lot of my job basically what i'm doing right now is reaching out to artists and having these one-on-one -on -one conversations and figuring out as we're trying to really sort of position ourselves in this world is, you know, what value can we provide to you, you know, and, and how can you grow your NFT business in the most efficient way, right? How can you enter in the space, but then how can you actually grow this business? And, you know, with, with my background sort of in branding and then working with brands, you know, in D2C side and really understanding uh, sort of what their struggles are. I think what we have become over, over the last few years is, we become like algorithm, we're just numbers, right? Like as a shopper, you just become a number, right? Uh, but I think that personal connection has somehow dissipated over to us, you know, with mm -hmm. all the AI that's happening, right? Uh, we're just we're just being, you know, judge or we, what do we click on? So what are we, you know, what else can we show you, right? So I think what NFTs can be is, is this like this new connection that we can make with our customers, right? If we're talking about on the branding side, right? Or if you have your followers, if you have people that have loved your music and then have been following you, well, how can you now, you know, create these special conversations past, past sales, right? I think the loyalty programs, it's like they have like a 40% conversion rate. But I think with NFTs, what you can really do is, you know, you can create conversations, you can create, okay, if you are, if you buy this NFT, you can now have access 
to my the next gig that you're doing the first you know the next concert you get access to the first tickets right or you have you know you get access to the first single like there's so many different unlockable like I love 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 I get so excited about the like the utility aspect of NFTs I'm literally everywhere I go like that's the thing that comes up like how can yeah what can we unlock with just this one interaction the fact that everything is you know is a smart contract I mean so you know or how can brands for instance you have higher price point items and you were never able to communicate with a certain audience because they weren't able to afford your $1000 purse but how can you now uh, create experiences for them and these are instant gratification experiences right that you can now have an, a new exchange a new touch point with a whole new audience you know that that you weren't able to ha to have before so i think it's a you know offer like instant gratification i think is exciting the ability to add value through like loyalty programs like, that's another thing sort of how nfts can 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 incre you know, increase trust and and create that um uh, then the, you know verification of products and you know things like that i think that's exciting for for products that can be easily copied and and um so there's there's a whole I can do like a whole episode yeah, on yeah, yeah. NFT and utilities. <laughs> no, I think I think you nailed it. Like the thing that NFTs unlock is the creator economy at such a deeper level. And I heard someone describe like what is a token, and their definition was it's the way that you enter and exit a community. And like yeah, NFTs are the exact same thing where it's like a collectible. But you see people are building brand around these board apes and it's like if you're in the system you get different access to discord groups and you're like it's just a whole different oh you're actually on open seed and it's your account like that's it, that's insane it's like it's like we see with sneakerheads we're like oh you have those retro air force whatevers like in that colorway that's your world is outside like that's crazy yeah and, and nfts yeah. nfts are going to have that same functionality over time as we start to build more infrastructure around it Exactly, exactly. And I think that's one of the things that we really, you know, the ability to have your own storefront, right, like your own gallery page, because now as a buyer, right, like, so let's get you know, into the storefront uh, aspect of it, because what we have found is that for the bigger brands, right, for them to really think about, okay, which marketplace are we entering, right, which marketplace, because once you enter a certain marketplace, this is where you're staying, this is where your audience is, and, and this is kind of where you, you know, you build you bring people into that marketplace to have the sale but then you're kind of you know you're at the mercy of that marketplace right uh we found that having your own storefront not gives you you know you you now can bring people into your to your own space right and especially if you're trying to bring bring in uh communities that are outside of crypto space i think having your own island you know your own sort mm -hmm. of customized where you can customize the storefront you can make it look like where you want it to be you can have a customized uh you know website sort of address the urls uh, so i think that's that these were all important things that kept coming up for the for the brands is having the ability to have their own storefronts um you know and and bringing communities into this space instead of kind yep. of pushing everyone yeah yeah i think when when people like when people ask you what bitcoin is or what crypto is I think digital property rights is like the most true definition. Like it really does give, it's like a deed to a house that can be then tracked back, but it's yours. Like that token is yours. Uh, but I want to backtrack a second because we're talking a lot about NFTs, but how do you define an NFT if you're talking to your grandmother? Uh, it's digital ownership. So 
if I'm my mom, my mom still has no idea what do I do with my time. <laughs> you know, I always talk about it. And I tell her that I run a technology company. That's as far as you know she she knows. Uh, but the way I understand, the way I usually explain to an older generation, and they get it, is that you know I kind of go back to the traditional. So I say, okay, you know, when when you have uh, a work of art, there was there was a piece of paperwork, so the provenance that shows that this painting, you know, belonged to someone. So this is now a digital ownership certificate that that shows that you are the true owner. That's how I explain it to my mother. You know, if she if she, you know if she. Uh, sort of took the extra step to learn. So, you know, that's the way I explain it to my kids. But kids nowadays are so smart. They understand, you know, I have a 12 and a 10 year old. Uh, they're all into Fortnite. I probably spent close to a hundred bucks on Fortnite skins and all the upgrades. So like they get it. And I think the future generation understands it and they understand sort of how, you know, how to interact with it. So um, I think we have to just educate, you know, I'm still kind of surprised because we're sort of in this bubble, like. I talk to mo mostly mm -hmm. people that know the space, you know? So sometimes, you know, when I speak to someone outside, it still kind of baffles me of people that don't know what NFTs are. And, mm -hmm. you know, so, so I'm like, really, how, how could you not? This is like, this is the future. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And it's like, it's funny because like, you know, growing up, we're, we, we go, we want money to go buy some new clothes so we can look fresh. And like the kids nowadays yeah. are like, no, no, I want the new Fortnite or League of Legends like skin so I can look cool for my friends. And that's more valuable than like a fresh clean tea. You know what? I uh, they have their chores, and at the end of the week, I I pay them. Uh, you know, I put money into directly on their like credit card on their digital credit card. They don't have the physical cards; they have the digital cards. Uh, and then they get allocated, you know, a certain amount of money depending on the tasks and what is, they spend it on Fortnite skins. But the interesting part is that every time I see them play, they're always playing as girl avatars. And I say, why are you guys playing as girl avatars? He was like, they have the best skins. So I don't know. But apparently, interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just got one more question. I want to be respectful of your time. What is Satoshi? Uh, yeah, so Satoshi is a project that we are launching uh, December 10th, um, being that Layers leadership is women-led, so it's myself and Marina Mashko and Gary Rieger, and we felt that uh, it's important to change the current nar narrative and provide a platform to empower women and for more women to enter NFT space and, and start creating and building their businesses. So we had an interesting sort of uh, brainstorming of what that looks like. And uh, we decided to sort of go with this play of uh, Satoshi being the fact that we're building on, um, on stacks, which is on Bitcoin. So, you know, it's always been assumed that Satoshi is a man, but, you know, there's no evidence of that. So we want to challenge the conventional thinking and, you know, explore the possibility that Satoshi is actually female. So we've, we are selecting artists um, that uh, will be creating their sort of interpretation of what Satoshi actually looks like. So we're actually opening up our uh, platform tomorrow where you can submit your, um, your profile and your link and sort of we'll go through the review process and we'll give them a month to create their artwork. And on December 10th, we're gonna have a virtual event in vSpace, which is another women-led company. Um, out of New York that's doing a virtual sort of events and there's going to be 
uh, women DJs and there's going to be women charities and sort of other organizations that support women in tech. And yeah, we're, we're hoping to um, sort of, you know, introduce women into the space and bring a new sort of face to mostly male or heavily male dominated, you know, environment. I love it. I, I love the idea. Like, Awesome. For you. me, I'm someone who grew up super insecure. And over time, I've realized like you just you become more confident and you realize that mindset is so important. And I think that mindset for that kind of thing, too, is like if we can empower female tech founders or other things like that to be like, yeah, you're just as good. And this is one way like the Satoshi flip is great. I love that. It's like he's anonymous. But we'll always see yep. that the Asian guy it looks yep. kind of old and that's just we yep. accept it it's like it yep. is what it is and it's like no we gotta see some dope artwork that flips on its head and maybe we can trade maybe we can trade the whole narrative and make satoshi a female that would be dope yes thank you i know we're excited we're excited as well love the idea well uh where can people find out more about you and layer yeah, so you can find Layer at all the social, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on Discord, we're on Instagram, and you can find us at Hey Layer, or you can reach out to me directly. I host a lot of these one-on-ones, uh, so you can email me at ala, A-L-L-A, -A, at heylayer.com. And actually, on Thursdays, we're going to start hosting NFT with Layer, Thursdays at noon. So you can head over to our Twitter spaces. So we're going to start hosting sort of live Q&As uh, and, you know, keep people sort of engaged with different artists that are going to be coming on board and, you know, any questions and just helping people overall sort of enter in this, this new space and talk about sort of exciting projects that we're going to be working on. So yeah, come join us on Twitter on Thursdays at noon, or just follow us at, at Heylayer. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. You, what thank you guys you, are babe. building is so needed right now. So yeah, I wish you guys all the best and I'm excited to use it. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Bye. Nice chatting with you.